Welcome to Bella Figura, the tradition of living beautifully. I am your host, Dolores Alfieri Taranto. On this show, we talk spirituality for the rest of us, with a focus on the art of beautifying all facets of your life, using heritage, culture, beauty by hand, ancestral traditions, and old world style as means to do so. Welcome back, my friends. Episode three of season four. Happy to have you here with me. I have another wonderful episode, another terrific guest. Her name is Carrie Jansen, and I will tell you a little bit more about her in a minute here. I have just come in on this rather cool and rainy March day. We're winding up March taking care of our chickens. You guys, they're going to start laying eggs any day now. And we are so excited. (laughs) Every day that I go out there to feed them, let them out, I just take a peek inside the coop, see if I see anything. Uh, Not just yet, but of course, you guys will be the first to know. (laughs) It's been very interesting raising chicks and I got a little bit of flack from uh, my family, which is, you know, that's family. It's pretty common that I that I wanted to get the chicks in winter, which is a little bit thinking outside the box. Usually people get them about now, but you have to raise them for almost about six months before you're going to get eggs. And now I'm kind of, as I'm waiting for the eggs to arrive, like, you know, skipping around everybody like, aha, <laughs> see, I was right. Because we'd be getting the baby chicks now and we'd have to wait long, you know, past summer at the least to uh, to start getting eggs. So we're on our way. It's definitely a commitment, but they're also pretty easy to take care of. You just kind of have to invest in what is going to keep them safest from predators. That's a really big thing with them. You know, the joke is everybody, everything loves chicken. So our our main goal is to protect them. But once you kind of make that initial investment and get everything set up, they're pretty easy to manage. So uh, more on that as it develops. I do want to give a big shout out to Lisa Ackerman, who joined me over on Substack at the very generous founding patron level. This is the tippy top tier that you can subscribe as a paid member and it really is a gesture, a generous gesture to show me that my work really means something to you and people who do sign up at that level get a shout out here as well as on Instagram because it's fun and also because I feel like they deserve it. Um, All of the Subscribers, paid and unpaid, are so appreciated. But when people sign up at this level, or, or honestly any paid level for that matter, I'm really grateful because it it really does help me know that you're out there, <laughs> that you're out there, and you're appreciating the work, and um, that it means something to you. And I have a general rule, to be honest, that if I'm listening to somebody's podcast or I'm reading their blog or I'm watching them on YouTube and I'm really getting a lot of inspiration and a lot of knowledge from them, it might take me a little bit, but after a while, I will buy something of theirs. I will, depending on what they offer, right? They might have sponsors as I do and I will buy something from their sponsors using their code or they'll have a Patreon or a Substack or they'll have some kind of paid podcast subscription because I do think it's important for us to remember that nothing really is free. I know we live in a world where everything and you know everyone and it doesn't matter anymore everything all content is free but it isn't because there's people like me behind the microphone behind the writing behind the photographs and I put in a lot of work to create this community and to create the content. And I love doing it, but it does help to support my family. So at some point, I really do like to kind of put my money where my inspiration has been coming from and thank the creators who are putting out the work. So Lisa 
And everybody else who's joined me over on Patreon as a paid subscriber, thank you so very much for showing me your interest, your commitment, your support, and that you are a vibrant part of this community. I literally could not do this without you. With that said, since we're on the Substack topic, just a reminder that uh, with Easter just a couple weeks away, I do have a Easter PDF inspiration, recipes and inspiration for the Easter season available for paid subscribers over on Substack. My Substack, you can um, access it through the show notes. I always link to it in the show notes and you can also find it in the bio on my Instagram. I'm at Instagram at Dolores underscore Alfieri underscore Taranto. And that PDF has two recipes, two traditional Italian recipes, one for pizza chiana, also called pizza rustica, one of my favorites, which is basically a savory sweet pie stuffed with cheese and meat. And it is absolutely delicious. And also a colomba, which is an enriched Easter bread made around this time of the year. So both those recipes are in that PDF, along with some photographs and some musings, uh, Non-paid subscribers can read the post and kind of see more about what's it about, but to access the actual PDF, you have to be a paid subscriber. It's DoloresToronto.substack.com, linked to in the show notes, and my publication is called The Tradition of Living Beautifully. So I began taking a look at my home and my personal beauty products and so on a while back in order to kind of see what I could swap out to improve the environment in my home and to improve my own health and the health of my family. And it's like a Russian doll set where there's a doll within a doll within a doll. The more that you learn, the more you realize how much you have to learn. And it was only when I had Annabelle Alsup, owner of House of Tokemon, on this podcast that I really realized the rugs in our home that we're buying at the big department stores or online are toxic. Guys, it was something I actually had not even given a thought to, but those rugs, like so much other stuff in our beauty products and our clothing and furniture and so on are hurting us. They're hurting our health and they're hurting the air in our homes. So I also slowly as I could begin to swap out my rugs for rugs from House of Tokemon. And why did I do that? Well, of course, because I want to eliminate as many toxins as I can, but also because they're gorgeous, because they're vintage, because they're handmade. They are all the things that I am really passionate about. And I know that so many of you are passionate about these things too. Annabelle has become a friend of mine. I totally support her and her business. And she does the same in return for me. She is generous enough to offer Bella Figura listeners 25% off any order by using the code BELLA25. So check her out over at hotrugs.net and take a look at her inventory and use the code BELLA25 to begin swapping out your rugs for these beautiful, vintage, natural, healthier, handmade rugs. That's hotrugs.net. Use the code BELLA25. Okay, let me tell you about my guest, my lovely guest, Carrie Jansen herbalist, astrologer, and Ayurvedic practitioner who founded Poppy and Someday after years of studying herbalism, combining her passion for plants with her love of gardening, wild crafting, and herbal medicine making. The company's product line features an evolving collection of organic body care products. The product design process is rooted in the study of Ayurveda and Western herbalism, and focuses on native plant ingredients. Every ingredient comes from the earth and never contains any synthetics or preservatives. Carrie is a graduate of the California School of Herbal Studies, the Diana Center, the Ayurvedic Institute of America, Cairo School of Astrology, and also holds a BS in health and nutrition. We have a great conversation here with Carrie. Let's jump on in and talk about some of the beauty of natural healing 
and plants and the earth around us. Carrie, welcome to Bella Figura. Mm, thank you. This beautiful display, which I've seen on Instagram behind you, is this your home or your shop or both? What am I looking at here? My studio, my creative studio. space. Okay, so explain to me a little bit. Um, oh, actually, before I jump into that, because this is one of my curiosities, because I've been following you on on Instagram for a while. So I was going to ask you to explain to me your different spaces. But before we do that, I do like to start the show by asking people to tell me a little bit about their roots and the people that they come from. Yeah, that's, um, and I love that your name is Dolores because my grandmother is Dolores. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I felt like that was like a good lineage. Mm. Um, I come from Irish. She's Irish. So we come from Irish background. Um, and my mom's a lot Irish, but my dad's full Irish. And so I feel like I'm into the, um, practicing the pagan rituals. When I get on the land of the European deep land, I can feel connected to the ley lines and the, and the, the practices of the, you know, the pagan ways of following the wheel and the cycles and the nature and connecting to that with the moons. And so I feel that's in a deep, mm. and, and feel that whenever, you know, and feel called to that. You feel, but, um, so you, it's kind of, it is a conscious thing, like to kind of be connected to, to where you come from, to, to that heritage. Yes. Yeah. And more, I, I get like alive if I'm in a space where it feels like if I'm in some land or a place that feels like I've been there before, or I feel more connected. So that was, oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And the Irish, uh, great culture for, for that kind of thing. And there's a lot of, um, I feel like there's a lot of energy around storytelling and folklore, uh, ancestry, and the language is just so poetic yeah. in and of yeah. itself. Yeah. That's you, like, please go. Mm -hmm. My grandma would have all these like superstitions all the time, you know, like make sure yeah. you put salt over your shoulder or walk around this chair. You know? So Absolutely. there was so much in the culture of like, almost like a karma type thing, you know, mm, you, yeah. like, what you're creating. Those old world European cultures have a lot of that. I mean, people, I guess like quote unquote, modern people here in the States, especially that, that like to laugh at superstition. And I, I mean, I get that in some way, although for good or ill, I kind of, I think I'm pretty superstitious. Um, but I think that really those superstitions are more about karma and like keeping things straight and like your energy and being mindful that like your actions have reactions. Do you agree yeah. with that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and we just kind of tack like superstition on as like a label, but I think it's a little deeper than that. Yeah. yeah. Did you grow up with like traditions from Ireland or is it a little more removed than that? Um, I think my grandmother would try to do things and gather a lot and, and do different like meals and gatherings. Um, she did more in storytelling. She would tell stories about her grandfather was a firefighter in Chicago and um, all the things about their ancestors and where they came from. So it was more in that storytelling way. So yeah. she was so proud of it. You know, That's it really important. I talk about that a lot on the show. There's actually studies that they've done. I mean, we always need like, there's actually a study, <laughs> like it gives it more, you know, gives it the legitimacy, even though you can kind of feel this in your bones that, um, Children who grow up knowing their family stories and like where they come from are turn out to be way more well adapted than other than other kids who don't. And when they get older, because they have a sense of you know place and belonging. So um, I think that the kind of older generation perhaps understood that just by gut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely. Yeah, yeah. and it, you need to know that you came from somewhere and and where that somewhere is. I, I think a lot of the troubles that people are running into these days have to do with tons of things, but one of them is that feeling like that disconnect of, you know, you're almost like a, a ship alone at sea. Yeah. You don't really know where you came from and your ancestral stories and what your traditions are. Yeah. I, I think it's coming back. I feel, I feel like it's, 
yep. um, we're talking about it, you know, um, stories and traveling more and yeah. I mean, I notice it. I think it's part of the the popularity of the work that I do because people are just really looking for that reconnect. Like they, they seem to hit a certain age. I think it's just like, you know, you get older, you become an adult, maybe you have kids, you get married, you start your own family and you realize that you maybe grew up with something that's lost or that you never had it. And yeah. right. Or you remember like a grandparent or a great grandparent, something like that. And you really just feel like, what is, you feel this thing that's missing. Yeah. And yeah, it's a piece all come from this lineage and this place and, you know, to where we are now. So we're drawing upon those different attributes or things that, you know, have come before us and whether you know it or not <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. 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 So mm -hmm. I love knowing that your work is, is somewhat connected to that, that that's really beautiful. I, I hadn't realized that. I just asked that question to everyone, but I, it, to me, like now your work is even richer for me because it's coming from this ancestral line. Okay. So let's talk about where you are. We'll go back to that. Um, your workspace. So you have, do you have a shop like it, on Instagram, there's all these beautiful spaces. That's why I'm asking this. This is, a, you know, the, the, the yeah, the theme for this, <laughs> the theme for this season is beauty. And I thought you'd be a great guest because I know Instagram's like our curated space. You know, we don't always put the not beautiful on, but your work is more than just, um, you know, like herbal and plants, and but it really is beauty. Yeah. You, you seem to understand that this is a very important part of wellness. So if you could tell me about the different spaces, uh, your, if you have a studio plus a shop, plus your home, and also we'll, then we'll dive in and talk a little bit more about that idea of beauty as wellness. Um, so I just, I moved from the space that I created in Laurel Canyon, which I've mm. had for 10 years. So that's, and I, th I think I'm just trying, I feel like I'm a, a keep creating my own path. Like I'm not following under anybody else. So I keep creating and pulling up new ideals. So every time I go to a school or go somewhere, I like pull that into what I do. And so I, everywhere I go, I have to develop my space that into that. So it can accumulate, you know, take all of my stuff so I can get it out to the world. So in Laurel Canyon, I had a space because I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner and do body work and sound bowls. So I would have to, I created a space for that. And then a place where I was like, Ooh, it has to be like a Panchakarma. I want them to be outside in a tub and, and have that serenity. So then I created that and needed the place, the studio. And then recently I've just been so drawn to the land. So I moved um, up to Northern Michigan on a couple acres and oh. I'm going to grow more. I'm going to be more connected. I want to study with bees. I want to uh, grow a ton of apple, you know, trees and thing, you know, just really dive in. Cause there's only so much limited I had before with growing with water and what was happening. So I feel I, I was pulled to do that. So now I'm here in Michigan and I created um, a huge space where I could create and have the outside space, which I'm looking at now because it's all, you know, snowy, but soon of what I'm going to create there as well. So wow, what a big change. I hadn't realized that. Uh, how long have you been in Michigan? Since May. I started the move in May. So because I feel like Laurel Canyon is a like very much associated with you. Yes. Yeah, because that's where it all came from. That's and I was there 15 years. You know, that's definitely some roots of. I remember the first time I landed in the house, I was like, "Wow, I've been here before. This is very comfortable oh. and very sweet spot." It just I kind of outgrew it in a way. And this is largely because it's. I mean, there's not a lot of land to purchase in California, unless I mean, you're probably really, really wealthy. Um. I, you know, I'm assuming you have to be, you know, you have to be, have a lot of money. It's like New York. I mean, I live here, I live in New York and you can't buy the kind of acreage that you might buy in a place like Tennessee or Michigan for the same price. Yeah. And you the Northern fraction of that. is more untouchable, more untouched up here. I feel like it's the air is cleaner. I was really struggling with the air quality and mm. all of the things and the, um, the energetics and I feel like it was just really messing with my nervous system. So I just wanted to be in a little bit quieter spot and be really connected to the land. Are you originally from Michigan? 
I lived here for a small period of time, but I'm I was born in Santa Monica. So I'm oh, originally- okay. Okay. So California would be forever, but you know, I could go back there too. It just has got LA was just really became really strict in um the amount of people and the energetics. I feel like I just need to be a little softer. I mean, you know, not to go to the dark side of conversation, which is like politics and what's going on in the world. But California just kind of in general seems to be a very odd place these days. And it wasn't when I first moved there, it wasn't the same. Cause I was in California. I, I lived in Tahoe. I lived in Northern California. I did all my studying up there. So it's, yeah, it's quite different. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't blame you. Um, how is your son about this move? Cause that's a big, that's a big difference a for a teenager. It's interesting. He's into film and he, now he's in a beautiful private film school up in, uh, up in Northern Michigan, which is called Interlock. And it's one of the best film schools. And so now he's in the woods. It looks like Hogwarts where he's in Harry Potter world with a bunch of other film art kids that are doing incredible creative. Oh, well, it didn't that work out nicely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess every now and then that happens. That's great. Yeah. So that was, okay. I'm in alignment. This is right. Right. And when, with your, with your business, you, did you grow in, in California a lot of the plants and the herbs that you use in your products? I did. I did. And then I feel like it was getting harder with our, our lack of water. Oh. Really difficult. I, de- I definitely grew and created a lot of the um, herbal combinations with the more of rosemary and sage and like more of the dry but and lavenders, but I feel like it became harder and harder to grow. And I didn't want to overuse wow. We were really, you know, it's a drought, although they got some rain recently. Yeah. So it just became, I wanted to work with the land, but I was also feeling the plants almost like struggling with the amount of heat. And Mm, I, I love that. Okay. So I've made many shifts as my listeners know in my life. And I love to talk to people who are not afraid to do that. And, you know, I mean, like Laurel Canyon, as I said, is so associated with you and California has this vibe and image as opposed to perhaps Michigan. (laughs) But I love that you, you're not afraid to, to change it up. I feel like I had to do some deep work and let go of all the ego and all the things. And, um, I'm raw and who I am, but I feel like that's, you know, who, I've, who I am is connected to the plants and the, and the, and the growth and the land and, and see what comes here, or I may not stay here. Who knows? You know, I'm just keeping it. Um, but yeah, you're right. There is, there is that. And I had to do a lot of work around that to let it go of what the yeah. image is really. Yeah. I find a lot of times that's, that's what we're holding on to. It's the, it's the image. It's the idea of like what that represents. Mm-hmm because my husband um, really wants to leave New York. Mm-hmm. And I understand why for, for a lot of the same reasons, like, you know, probably that you left California and our, our um, upstate New York is maybe um, the, the common ground, but the long story short is when I think of moving to a place like Tennessee or, Wyoming for a lot of the same reasons. So we can get the amount of land that we want for this similar, we, you know, reasons that you want it. Uh, I, I just, it's hard for me to think of not being in New York. Yeah. Is it, this attachment to what that is <laughs> and means, and then by extension, right. What it, what it means about me. And it, it like, <laughs> Every time you think about leaving someone, it does something to like, Ella used to draw me in back in all the time. Mm-hmm. And then it would switch things like, right. I'd had really bad asthma ever since I moved to LA. Oh, I didn't have it before, but it was just the air quality. Then I would, you know, so it's just all these, but yet I would be like, but it's so great. <laughs> so there is this like pull that these cities have. And so I felt like I just needed to break away from that. And yeah. And, um, I really get that. So what, what, um, in terms of your new endeavor, you mentioned planting some fruit trees and such. I mean, I garden and not call myself a farmer. We have some chickens. I'm very, I love, you know, same things like being outside, growing things, raising things, 
do you plan to kind of expand your offerings? I think they're going to change. I think they'll be what I grow, you know, and I think there's so much out there where everybody's doing, um, making organic and natural body care products, but like, I want to go to the next step to make it from what I grow up from the land. I want to create it that way. And I want to create it without any synthetics. And it, you know, I feel like so many labs and people are putting things out there with names and, you know, what's natural and what's not. And I just want to get what's growing. I want to create. I want to know the whole process and be connected to that process. And um, I want to have bees and connect with, you know, with their energy and what, what they create and bring and what they communicate. And yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit softer and definitely transitional. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I have this feeling of like, I don't know, like a new wind, like yeah, it's going to just shift like so much and that's scary when you've built what you've built, <laughs> but it's also invigorating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so you do, you do in-person work though, right? I mean, you also practice a lot of body work, a lot of energy work. So do you have, uh, have you have trust that clients will come to Michigan or are you kind of revamping that whole approach? Uh, yeah, I'm just in every, you know, body work takes so much out of me, you know, I would do like a whole day and get ready and, and work on it, but I, I really love it. It's really part, um, connecting and I just have to recreate something here or wherever I am. And right now I've been doing a lot of retreats, kind of working with that to, to do the body work when I go to the retreats places and visit, you know, cause travel is also really a key for me too. Um, in, in the sense that you do it a lot and you enjoy doing it. Love it so much. And I feel like with LA, it was just becoming really hard to travel and go anywhere because I was so landlocked to creating, you know, and keeping everything going with the house and the expensiveness of what mm. LA yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. You're paying for that. Yeah. So now I feel like I have more freedom to travel and, you know, it, it's funny because this is my husband's argument all the time, you know, like the you're holding on to this thing because it granted it's where I was born, it's where I was raised, it's my home, my family's here. I mean, there are tons of great reasons of why I'm attached to this state. But at the same time, it like you said, like I had asthma. <laughs> I couldn't travel, which I like, you know, you're you couldn't travel as much as you'd like to. You're and you're just kind of like, why am I doing this to myself? You know? It was hard. I yeah. I I feel like I just had to trust and I'm still saying yeah. that I'm trusting that something, because everything was so easy when I landed here. I found that space really easy. My son yeah. lined up and so I'm just still trusting. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's all you can do, right? Put one foot in front of the other and then and keep trusting. So of course the listeners heard about your work uh, in the introduction, but we did just kind of jump in and started talking uh, about various things, which I love to do. But I was hoping you could just tell us in your own words a little bit about the work you do. Sure. Um, I... From all the like plant medicine, I studied the Ayurveda and then now I've been in a deep study of astrology. So it's really like lining up the energetics of how to balance and help. Um, and so I create everything with the herbs. I like to hands on and touch and infuse and see things alive. And the energetics of things are more important. I think of my stuff more as medicine where, you know, it's not just a body care. It's not just an oil. There's no synthetics there's no you know you don't need all of that um no fillers when you put it on your skin it absorbs in because it's a medicine with different infusions making it off the lunar cycle and the so getting the solar so just trying to work with more of the old school way of how they made medicine the right. old european um studying of the plants and the cycles and healing people through um you know, different salves that, you know, are infused with St. John's word. It's a beautiful color. I'm almost wanting to do like three or four batches of it to make it so vibrant. You know, I want, you know, everything is done down to the detail of um, putting a crystal in and infusing it or putting it in a certain space where I turn it in different. So I think there's more than just making body care than getting it out. I feel like there's like an encompassing a whole, right? Whole You're 
around the creation of it. So that, cause I think the energetics are there, you know, to help somebody along their path of healing. I understand it's not, not just packaging these great ingredients into a great product. You're also, it's the care behind it and the energy you put into it and sending that off to somebody Yeah. before you do. I love uh, that you kind of mentioned that old world way. Of course, it's a big part of what I talk about and the platform and I kind of dropped the line over the seasons, but I originally had uh, the line, which was a uh, spiritual conversations for the rest of us with like minimal woo-woo. But then I had a lot of woo-woo people on because <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, I love the woo-woo, right? It's kind of the self-deprecating joke. <laughs> but um, I mean, Shiva is, oh, Shiva Rose is a friend of yours. You guys are about to do a workshop together as a, the first guest for this season. And uh, she's lovely, but you know, you can't say she's not woo woo, right? Like it's, it's a lot of the platform. So, but I love the she's reason that what's she's that Aquarius and Gemini, she's an air sign. <laughs> See, there you go. So I, what I love, when I love talking to people who are doing the, obviously the kind of work that you do, but what I really meant by that line was don't be, don't be afraid of this. Don't reject it because you see yourself as just like a regular person like I will be your regular person interpreter yes thank you (laughs) and like that's that's kind of my approach like we don't have to make a big deal out of this right we don't have to go buy new clothes and new jewelry and talk differently you just you're right like you're really just doing what your great grandma did and just a reminder my friends that we continue to partner with Dry Farm Wines because I believe in their mission, I believe in their products, and I love to enjoy them. (laughs) Of course, Dry Farm Wines is a member subscription service where you get beautiful, clean, pure, organic wines delivered right to your door. They have red wines, rosé, whites, my new favorite, which is bubbly sparkling wines for so long I wouldn't even look at a bottle of champagne or sparkling white because white wine especially in bubbly form is just loaded with sugar and I avoided that as best I could that has completely changed since I started getting a subscription of sparkly wine delivered to my home I think I get a box of them every two to three months and I really look forward to receiving them it's so nice to be able to reach into the fridge and pull out a bottle of bubbly when I have friends over or when we're celebrating something and know that the bottle we're about to pop open and drink is not going to derail my health efforts. It's not going to load me with toxins and chemicals and dyes. I know that we can just celebrate and enjoy. And I know I'm giving me and my husband and whoever else is at our table, clean, beautiful wine to enjoy. Dry Farm offers Bella Figura listeners a bottle for just a penny in their first order. So you have to use my link, dryfarmwines.com forward slash Bella Figura, and you'll get a bottle of this beautiful, gorgeous wine for just a penny in your first order. Give it a try, my friends. I assure you, you will not be disappointed. Yes. Yeah. It's like not about what you're wearing. It's about your connection with this earth, which that's what we need right now. Right. We need to walk barefoot on it. We need to sit with it and meditate and be quiet. And it's just so rare. We need to look, yep. notice when the leaves change. We need to notice when something sprouts out and, and maybe know what the plants are. There's so many people that have no idea that dandelion is growing in their yard and they're like, just killing it. And I'm like, no, it's so sacred. It's there to help you. Herbs grow around us to help us. Mm. And they pop up. They're like, hey, look at me. Like I'm needing to heal you. So take take notice of, of the herbs and the plants. And I love that. You know, I, th- I think that we, like older generations just knew this stuff because A, there was no other approach really, right? It There wasn't 
you know, you had some doctors, doctors had a limited bag of tricks. Certainly medicine, Western medicine was nothing like what it is today. And you had to, especially women, you know, not always just women, but largely women, like you had to know how to take care of your family Mm -hmm. and how to keep them healthy, feed them so that they were healthy uh, and then heal them when they got sick. Mm -hmm. And that has just been totally sifted out of us. And if you think about the old generation doctors, the old, old deep wisdom keeper doctors, they had the basis of energetics, of astrology, of the moon cycles, and the knowledge of the human body. They intercombined intuition with it, which that's what's missing in the, the, the medical system today. Big time. I mean that, so I, I spoke with Shiva about this as well, because it's, it's, part of what's going on in my life right now. It's hard not to talk about that, but, uh, you know, we talked about how she was saying how these show, like doing things like this always come at the right time. You know, if we had done it a year ago, she wouldn't have had the same things to talk about. And I feel the same way. I feel like I always have guests on when I need them the most. Mm. It's the right time. And I've always been, you know, interested in herbs and a kind of more natural way of living but I think maybe that anti-woo-woo side of me, if I if I may, <laughs> kind of always had a little bit of a, you know, here's the line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you like you go to the line and then it's like, oh, okay. But <laughs> but lately I had a lot of um not like terrible health issues, but but things that were like I had to address, like alarming. Um, and I was on some medicine that the dermatologist had prescribed me and that caused a series of other issues. Um, and then the large thing is like my skin, just dealing with this kind of cystic acne that continues to plague me. And I put all those things together in a pot and I was like, I'm just done. Like I just had enough of doing it this way. It's not working. This medicine is now clearly visibly hurting me. You know, you just, it's a terrible, like you just don't want to deal with it. So you're just like desperately clinging to what is being easily offered, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I just got off, long story short is I got off everything and Mm -hmm. I have been really, really digging in deep and embarking on using herbs, flowers, medicine, you know, natural medicine, supplements, food, changing how I, you know, deal with stress, like all of the things. Mm -hmm. And I, the, the difference is remarkable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your body's trying to communicate with you. Yeah. You know, when it's giving us little, um, little, uh, you know, it's kind of like, we're a health detective on our body. Right. Mm. And when it's like, and then it will keep shining out and saying something a little bit louder and louder and louder. So how do we, how do we listen? How do we listen before it gets too over the top and think of how many autoimmunes are out there where it's just being out of balance. The autoimmune system is about our inner balance. Yeah. So the, all the balance of our body. So how do we, how do we recreate that with, you know, it's really about food. Yeah. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Which I think for somebody like me, maybe for a lot of my listeners, you know, I don't eat badly. No. Right. right? So I think that that's the thing that can get really frustrating is you're going, okay, I don't, I don't go to McDonald's. I don't, you know, I don't, I know what not to eat. I know what to eat. I eat well. Why is this still happening? And then you start to think it's just futile. Well, it's also that our environment has changed. And so the amount of toxins that our body and our liver is processing and our kidneys overwhelmed. So if we're doing that with the environment and the foods, it's, you know, when we're talking about Pitta stuff, that's the liver and skin and eyes. So then it's like, they're all connected. It's the detox area. So yeah, that's um something that I'm really taking in. I think I always you hear like, oh, you got to detox, you got to detox. <laughs> you no, know, it's just always like a thing. But really understanding that my skin is trying to tell me that I'm carrying too much. 
well, it doesn't know what to do. It doesn't know how to get rid of it. You know, it's circulating around your system. So it's coming out that way. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I am a bit hard headed. That's like the Southern Italian genetics in me are a little, you know, <laughs> because it's not like the removal of, of toxicity. I, I can't say that that's like a new um, bit of knowledge for me. I think the best I can say, if I'm being honest, is like, maybe I didn't take it seriously. Mm. If you've ever like encountered somebody who's like that, like, I, <laughs> like maybe because like, so woo woo or, or something like that. I don't even know. Um, I'm sorting all this out. Sometimes you get a heal, like you go on a healing crisis and a healing journey to mm. teach a lesson to learn about something, right? And that can yeah. be emotional as part of it. Like also, our medical system does not connect our emotions with our bodies and our in our um, ailments and our organs, but they're all yeah. in line. So all of it's so. Yeah. Think just um, I think we all are getting these. I think more and more people are getting sicker and sicker. It's interesting because the if if that those pills hadn't actually created a problem for me, I don't know that I would be doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. That was like a tipping point. I was like, oh hell no. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, the listeners know I talked about with with Shiva is basically like my menstrual cycle stopped for months and months and months. And I saw doctors and they were like, well, it's normal. We can put right. you on birth control. And I was like, mm, boy, this get you on another pharmaceutical and another pharmaceutical. Because what a pharmaceutical is, is one component constituent of an herb blasted up to a, a trillion times. So when your body gets it in its system, it can't recognize it. So it starts, other things start to go off and warning signs go off. So it's just not sustainable. It's not sustainable. That was exactly, I, I think me saying I've had enough was like, I was like, this is no longer sustainable. Like this is not a solution. Um, I am way too young for this to be happening despite what these doctors are trying to tell me. I mean, there was a lot of like, well, this is just life. Like you're just getting older. I'm like, there's no way I went from like this to just, you know, like went from one point to one point that quickly with nothing affecting it. And a lot of them even told me the medicine I was on wasn't, wasn't the reason. And I just like, cause that's what they're told. But then it's like, you're your own healer. You're in control yeah. and not them. You're not putting it in their hands anymore. You're putting it in your hands. So you're the one that gets control of what you put in your body and how you treat it. And, and very I well said, we're going, that's what we need to be doing. You know, and I like what you just, so you just mentioned, um, the pharmaceuticals are, are, are uh, I think you said something in an aspect of a plant or an herb blown up, you know, exponentially. And I would love to ask you about this. I've recently heard or read that um, most pharmaceuticals are actually, are actually mimicking what plants do. Is they this do. correct? Yes. Yeah, they do. They take the constituent. So chamomile, anti-inflammatory, they're like, Ooh, that works. Let me pull that constituent out. And then we need lots of anti-inflammatory. Let's blow this up so big. Maybe we want to add something else to it. And then we created the pharmaceutical. So your body is, is connected with nature. It wants the whole chamomile because it all works together. Cause there's parts of the chamomile that heal different parts of our body in sync. But when we take one, then it's going to cause, I mean, that's just a natural thing. It's going to cause other issues down the line. And what that's what pharmaceuticals do. One leads to one, then you can't sleep at night. And then you're taking a sleeping pill. And then you're like, why is my skin? But then you have to do this one. Yep. Yep. Because you're saying when you actually take chamomile, like the actual flower, you're, it, it's, it's a whole entity and you're getting all the things medicine, the energetics of the chamomile. If you think about it like the, not the woo stuff, but even just the chamomile itself, our body recognizes that as mm. a food, as a healer, as whatever. And it's, it's not, like, it's oh, not foreign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get that. Okay. And it's kind of like, I make a lot of bread. I make a lot of sourdough bread and it's, I talk about a lot about the flours that we use. And when I was younger in this, like kind of quell, um, when I was younger in this quest to be healthy, so-called healthy, I stayed away from bread and pasta and all the things, especially as an Italian American that are such a big part of our lives. But, and I, I was using like coconut flour and things like that, that just aren't the same. And then I realized that if I could, that there's a whole world of like grains that are grown 
properly and the way they've been grown forever. Yeah. And they have like, they have a knowledge, these plants. Mm-hmm. And the problem is we're getting sick because we're using largely using wheat that has just what you described with the chamomile and the pharmaceutical, right? It's, it's taking out all the good stuff. Synthetically. Tree, yeah. Creative. Taking out all the good stuff. Yeah. And nature knows, I mean, God, no, God knew what he was doing. It's all yes. in there. <laughs> Same thing with raw milk, right? Dairy. This is something that, that you, it's crazy. You have to learn all this stuff for yourself. Like we live in the most upside down world. Yeah. If we have to search it out and we have to be the pioneers of our own healing and our own, you know, connected to the earth. Have you dealt with a lot of, um, people who are kind of de- uh, dealing with the same issues that, uh, that I went through? I mean, I know skin issues are like chronic and it's like a, it's like yeah. a pandemic now. Pandemic. I yeah. I would say yes everybody, like everybody has something that they're, they're working on. Um, and there's a lot with the skin. Um, it's just the, it's, it's trying to get rid of it, but a lot of it is, um, a lot of cystic is, is yeast. So it's like also the foreign things that live in our body too, in the balance within that, uh, different viruses that live in our bodies and mm. it's just the ecosystem that we're living in. It's not it's as hard. Clean. Yeah, it's hard. So we have to do these things. You have to do the lemon water in the morning to flush the liver. We have to do these sacred different things that are simple. We have to eat whole plants. We have to go to the farmer's market. Yeah. It's, it's like, you kind of have to live and I mean, I hate to say it like an alternative life <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. Cause the one, the one that is like right outside your door and inaccessible is, is killing us. And now, you know, more and more, everyone's learning about seed oils that's a whole other ball of wax. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's basically just like everything you think you knew. I, I know. And I, I, I agree. Yeah. So I feel like what I'm just going to do is go back to simplicity. Yeah. I feel go back to also what feels good. If you eat something, you know that your stomach doesn't like it right after it eats it. Yeah. You know, you're inflamed or it works well with you. So really yeah. pay attention to what your body's telling you. So I will say that with, with the adding in, you know, basically being like off any of the prescription stuff, even like topicals and things like that. Um, I have no, I I'm, I've noticed that what I feel good about is when I'm putting things on my face now, I feel like I'm putting things on that are like feeding me. Mm, Yes. And feeding my skin. Yeah. And that's a, a very nice feeling in and of itself. Yeah. We should be able to put things on our skin, our largest organ that we are able to eat ourselves. Right. That's, oh, that's, I didn't even think of that, but that's well said. Right. Yeah. Like if you can't, if you're not going to eat that prescription tretinoin, no. <laughs> why are you putting it on your face? I actually hadn't thought of that, that that's a great point. And I, I think too, the reason I asked you to talk a little bit about the plants being uh, or the pharmaceuticals mimicking what plants do is because when I heard that I thought well I mean that's really telling yeah (laughs) if that's all these companies are doing then maybe I just need to get better at learning how to take the plants yeah yeah just being you know and listening to our bodies be simple be simple simplifying not look at the what's the the bling bling at the time you know like right. oh, this is where everybody's doing it it's more like mm, does everybody do it maybe i you know yeah i don't know i, I um oh i just lost my train of thought hold on a minute cut that out oh this is important okay yeah <laughs> in terms of like for somebody like the old me if i may who um would have thought, okay, well, I am not feeling well, right? Like my throat hurts. I'm stuffy. Um, herbs aren't going to cut it. I know you're not a doctor and, and all this. I mean, th- but just in your work, if I was a client, like what would you recommend to me? Or do you kind of not deal with that mostly? I don't know. I, I would deal with when herbs come, it's going to be right. It's going to help the whole body. It's not as strong as a pharmaceutical. So we got to take it early. So I always say, get your pharmacy ready, get your whole mm. cabinet ready. So the zinc's there, the echinacea and the elderberry are ready, especially winter time, that as soon as you feel an onset of anything, you start loading up. 
And every time I do, it kind of wipes it out. So it's not sitting with it and allowing the virus and the bacteria to grow and fester and take over. You, you kind of run, you get ahead of it. Mm. So recently we all, my husband, my son, who's in school now. So he, a couple of days a week, he brings home everything. Uh, yeah. So I started to, I was like, gosh, not again. I started to feel like my throat and I always know that that's the beginning. And I've been obviously reading a lot more and studying a lot more. And so I took out the echinacea and I did like a dropper full. So we a dropper full of chew. I can't remember right now, but like every hour I just went nuts. That's what I do. That's because that's what I heard you have to do. You have to stay on it. You have to really not let it. And if the, all of it, I do it all. Cause I'm like, I I'm not going to the doctor. I don't want this. So I just start. And I don't. Well, yeah. So you just, you, you take care of it yourself. Like you said, so uh-huh. I don't know. I like, you know, the, the kind of still skeptic in me was like, I don't know, maybe it was nothing, but like within 24 hours, I felt it was like that feeling was gone. And yeah. my husband got sick, more sick, but I didn't. Yeah. I mean, it, you're yeah, I, I, that's definitely that's been and your experience all the stuff around you so that you can do it soon as that, you know, it's nighttime. Usually when you get the sore throat and you're like, Oh, I got to wait till tomorrow. But if you had it all right there, you start downing. I do a lot of zinc. Yeah. Zinc. That's what I've been taking to every morning. I take like a whole mix of things for my face and I am doing the lemon water and stuff. And, you know, it's good for everything. It's not just like for your face. I mean, that's the difference between herbs and supplements and pharmaceuticals, right? It's, it's like taking care of your, your whole body, you know, but that was, that was interesting. I think that was something that I was missing in the past was this idea that here, here's the difference. I could just kind of like break it down for people. We last season, the theme was slow down. And that's something I talk about a lot. And my listeners feel very deeply because we all struggle with it. And we know it's important, right? And we struggle with it. And what I realized it clicked for me was the difference between the the treating yourself with herbs and plants and treating yourself with pharmaceuticals is the difference between slowing down and not slowing down. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's all part of the same mm-hmm. thing. It's mm-hmm. just you know you're probably like yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> but, for, no. but for, I know you wouldn't think that way, but you know what I mean? You wouldn't say that. But for me, it was like, like, yeah, this is, this clicks. Yeah. Everybody has their own time and place and their own healing journey. So I feel like that's, yeah, I'm not going to sit anywhere and be like, now my ego's gone. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sit and look down and be like, you're doing that wrong. No, we're all in this together. Yeah. We're yeah. all trying to figure it out. If I could help anybody, if they could help me, I listen mm. to all this. I had a friend that was like, I was feeling depressed from being up in Michigan. I haven't seen the sun in like a yeah, month. Winter. Mm, yeah, there's that it's part. Like, you need vitamin D. I was like, yes, I'm going to Florida. <laughs> right. There you go. And it gives you a little boost. Yeah. But like some, for me, little clicks like that or big clicks like that really help frame things for me. And then it all easily falls into place, like in my mind, because that's what we're being sold, right? We're being sold like you don't have time to take a dropper full of echinacea in water every hour, right? Right? Like you're too busy. Right. Too much going on. You can't. If do you're this. not, you're lazy, or you're not doing. You shouldn't be. You know, you're not. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. You're not doing enough. If you actually have. Yeah. Right. You're. If you actually have that's like, oh, must be nice to be able to take a dropper full of echinacea every hour. Like, <laughs> right. That's like the kind of the mindset. Yes. But it's just selling you more of that convenience culture, the speed and yeah. right. And it's like, it's hurting you. So for me, like, I definitely have a rebellious streak so that like, now I'm like, oh, so this is, <laughs> this is pushing against the grain. It's like <laughs> slowing down to take care of myself with, with these natural remedies and taking the time to nourish myself mm-hmm. is is actually a big like F you to this crazy culture we live in. <laughs> it's the time too, in the old days, they would be like around our bleeding cycle. It's that time of softening. And you'd put like a little red cloth on the outside of your door. And you're like, this is my time. Mm. You know, it's like being even lost of that cycle because when we're on our cycle and leading up to it, our immune system is down. 
because it's bringing in the energy of our cycle coming. So it's like, we should be nourishing and softening ourselves, and at least in the cycle as we roll along. I love that you just said that because I obviously my cycle's back now, which is amazing and wonderful and everything that I've like, you know, put all that work in for. And the, like just a couple of weeks ago leading up to it, I was like, I am so tired. I'm just like, I felt this, like, I was like, is something wrong is, you know, Mm -hmm. and all the things I felt very, just like, I wanted to be in and slow. Like I didn't have it in me to like, wake up, bang out all the the to-do lists, like, you know, this energy. And I kind of struggled with it for like the whole week. And then I got my period and I was like, oh, yeah. Like I should, you just, it's okay. Like you can slow down that week. Yeah. Your body is like the energy is going for the cleansing in a different process. So it's the immune system is down and we slow down so we can feel that our, our emotions are off, you know, mm. it's like yeah. a moment where we can really just focus on ourselves. So would you say like to women who are listening right now, like instead of popping Advil, which I've totally have done in the past and just pushing through, like, how can you be more aligned with listening to what your body's needing? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people can't take it off, but if they can take that, take, have it for you, have it a day that you have it just for you. You could journal, you could write, you could do oil, warm oil massage on your womb, which helps with the, Mm. and a warm rock help with that cramps and connection. And even if, because I've, I've done, as the listeners know, I've had the, you know, third Avenue office job. I, I know like the, the commuting, the up and running, I, I, my life is very different now, but I understand that. But I, I think even if we can try to like incorporate that even into lives like that, mm-hmm. you know, so or- like if I, Go ahead, please. It, you know, like the thought process around it. Yeah. Like, some- okay. I think there's this, this, there's something around where we're like, it's not okay to take time for ourselves. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't, I can't feel this way. I don't have like time to feel this way. I'm not allowed to feel this way. I have to, I have to basically like produce and act the same every single day with the same amount of energy is what you feel. Right. No, 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 no. Just crazy. No. Especially like, as women. We're, yeah, we're women, just not built that way. We're absorbing, right? We're like absorbing energy and we're like this vessel. We have to really nourish and take care of it. Yeah. And if we're the more sensitive types, uh, which I am, then you're really, I, I, I actually think a lot of the skin, like that's another thing I'm coming to realize. Like I think a lot of the skin issues is the environment I live in. Probably not so much what I'm eating, but but all like always room for improvement. But I do think like emotionally and what I absorb mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. I think a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was like a little mind blowing. I was like, oh dear. Like, cause, <laughs> cause then you have to really change. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. to change like the way you react and and then like be conscious that you're, you are kind of like a little more, uh, sensitive. So things pass through and then like working to get those out and process them. It's a full-time job. It is a full-time <laughs> job. <laughs> uh, we're good at multitasking. We're good at like doing lots of varieties of things and, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I do want to, as we wrap up here, I want to just circle back to, to the topic of beauty because I think what I'm trying to say and trying to express in all this is that my life, like life does feel more beautiful this mm. way. Yeah. Do you like, do you feel that way? Do you like, you know, your experience with that? Yes. I feel like if I'm eating more vibrant, energetic food, I mean, there's definitely a times where I'm like busy and I'm off track and I'm just like eating chips. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. I just feel not as vibrant. I could see it all the time on skin. I look at skin all the time. Cause I do a lot of work with that. I look at people's eyes, the vibrance in that. So that comes from within, you know, the mm-hmm. glowing thin. So 
Yeah. hundred percent. I, I, you know, yeah. I think sometimes when we're seeing somebody who's what we would call like naturally beautiful, perhaps we're mm-hmm. seeing a glow of, of like living a beautiful life. Huh. Right. In all its different ways, like eating beautiful food and right. Like you live like beautiful pro- beautiful products and all there's a little bit of a delay guys just so you know so I'm like if you see me pausing it's because I'm I'm seeing you open your mouth (laughs) (laughs) but I'm still talking yeah just so you know like okay for instance I'm speaking of spaces like I'm looking behind you I'm assuming behind you these are tinctures that you've made yeah and oils and Mm -hmm. yeah so there is she has like three beautiful shelves of it looks like mason jars from here and they have all these different, you know, levels of liquid. I mean, it looks like an old fashioned apothecary. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> did you watch Outlander? Yes. <laughs> okay. So like the sea, I forget what season it was, but where she's in, I think Paris and she keeps going into that shop. Oh yeah. And to get like a, I mean, at some point she gets poisoned, but like to get all these different <laughs> herbs and and medicines it has that kind of look like I can see you being like just grabbing what you need here and it's it's beautiful like your your space is really embodying everything we've been talking about and it has its own its own beauty because of that yeah so yeah yeah, so like introducing the idea that like taking care of yourself is beauty it is yeah Yes. I think, you know, uh, even making the food that you have, I like it to make it really beautiful by, you know, putting different colors and varieties and maybe a flower around it. Like I think everything you eat, you eat with your eyes and, mm-hmm. you know, create, with, I'm so creative. So I have, you know, I love to like paint and I'm a potter. So I love to have aesthetically everything beautiful. Sometimes I can't work unless everything looks good. around. I think that that's going to be explored a lot this season. Um, I have talked about it in the past. I talk about it a lot on Instagram, but really like cultivating the spaces we live in. Mm-hmm. And like in the slowdown season, we talked a lot about antiques and taking the time to just like, instead of like running out and being like, I need uh, storage right. and getting like a plastic container from Target maybe just take a little more time to find or, you know, right. Have the right piece find you. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then every time you look at it, you're a little happier. <laughs> yeah. Cause it aligns with what like your aesthetic. Yeah. But you can yeah. see, I mean, you, the fact that you just moved and you've like set this all up again. Yeah. I'm excited for the garden part. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. And you, um, I remember when I first came across your work, you had the, the cast iron tub outside. That was like another thing I feel like you're known for. Yeah. I got to recreate that again. <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to, are you going to recreate it? Yeah. I got to figure it out, but I think I want to do it with more of a wood burning fire. See, there you go. Yeah. You just so like adapt to where you are. Yeah. So I got to figure out all the details, but I, you know, I think things brewing. <laughs> well, there's something absolutely beautiful. And, um, as people who have upstate house and lived upstate, the, um, cold and snow and mountains and having heat is equally as beautiful as like a sunny day being in, in a bathtub, Yeah, like, you I- know, like a hot tub or, a, um, a steam room, all that. Yeah. It's yeah. so invigorating so great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am totally looking forward to to watching this new journey. Um there's other things I wanted to talk to you about, but we've we've come to our our time here and I know that you probably have a lot to get to. Maybe we can have another conversation down the road sometime. In my garden and my bees and <laughs> yes, bees are very intriguing. Uh that's something that I would like to to explore as well. A little scary, but amazing. I think if you're their energetics, right? They they were told that the druid and the priestess energy that they gave their information to the bees. Oh, so the bees have this vibrational. Wow. If you slow down, like if you come at them like hard, you know they're gonna like sting and defensive. But if you soften and sit with them, I feel like they have some information to share. Is that so? Is that what you've learned? Like, in, I know you don't have them yet, right? But you're like, I'm, I'm assuming reading I, and learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so is that kind of the um advice like when you're beekeeping to be calm yeah 
Yeah, because they're out of here. Yeah, if you come in with a fiery energy, they're going to be like, ah, defense. Like, wouldn't you be if somebody came to your house all fiery? You'd be like, yeah. But if they came soft and they sat and were like gentle and like, let's have tea, then they would be like, okay, welcome. (laughs) So that is is like taking care of bees is as much of a practice. I think for you. Yeah. I'm going to do it as more of an energetic listening, softening practice. See, now I'm like, I have to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I need that. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. I'm wow. That I hadn't known that. I mean, it makes sense again, but I just hadn't had it phrased to me that way. I love that. Well, yeah, another, another great uh, piece of wisdom from Carrie. Thank you so much for giving me your time. I'm going to focus. I'm going to link to her Instagram, her website, check out all her beautiful products and um, follow her, follow her on the gram. Of course. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Bella Figura, the tradition of living beautifully. If you aren't already subscribed to the show, please do so by clicking the little arrow at the top of the show page on iTunes, or I guess it's Apple. I don't even know if anybody uses iTunes anymore. Anywho, share the show with your friends on social and find me over on Instagram at Dolores underscore Alfieri underscore Taranto. Here's to knowing your roots and cultivating a beautiful life from their power.